When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Patrick Gracie for The Canopy Group. Your kids are back in school, and when they get home, they do their homework, or they're supposed to do their homework. Why don't you do your homework? You have been with that same home and auto insurance company that has only one agent who represents only one insurance company for years. You deserve options. Let's face it, your insurance needs change as the years go by. Insurance companies' rates certainly change as the years go by. That is why the Canopy Group provides you with 16 options, not one, 16. Don't tell your kids, but you can outsource your homework to the Canopy Group. They will teach you how they find the best insurance coverage for the best price, not only today, but each and every year. Contact the Canopy Group at 800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com and let them do the homework for you. Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. Patrick, what a weekend. Fantastic weekend. Uh... You know, uh, not only do the uh, Vikings get beat in dramatic fashion, the Gophers get beat in dull fashion, but the Whitecaps got swept. What? The Whitecaps kicked off their season. I know they did. They lose 6-4, and then they turn around and get beat 1-0. They prove they can lose either in a high-scoring game or a low-scoring game. Might be time for coaching change. I'm very worried Might be time for a change. You know, uh, I know the Boston Pride are tough, but yeah, come Boston's on. good. Let's, let's, yeah, uh, but that, but that's win the big one. Rival. Win one. Yeah, you're right. That's the big rivalry. Yeah. So uh, anyway, we we lost that one. Uh well, we we uh, we. Meanwhile, you know what got lost in the football shuffle? Two extremely dramatic, wild victories. One, yeah, I was there they, last night. Uh, they score with three seconds to go, pulling. The goalie, and that it happened so late, nobody really paid any attention to it. And then last night they get four in the third period. I announced this on Twitter, but my grandson, the Woodbury Jinx, was in attendance last night. Oh, and he was also in attendance opening night. Two and zero. He now declares himself not the Jinx, but the Winks. W i n x. He's the win, win the Winks now. That okay. was his. That's what he came up with. Pretty good for an old. I was about to say, it sounds like your grandson. So I would say that that sounds exactly <laughs> like something your grandson, I think, would say, Pat. Yes, yeah, I'm now the winks, he said. So, uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, what uh, I got to say this about the Viking loss. I don't put it in the same classification as the other ones that they've uh, let get away, you know, because they 
you know, they were they were substantial underdogs and they had chance to win the game obviously a couple of times and when Barr made that first his first great play at forever uh you thought they were certainly going to win the game kick a field goal but uh, uh but you know what I was listening I was driving over here and my old friend Rich Gannon was on the uh doing whatever he does satellite show satellite, satellite show yep and he was putting the Titans and the Ravens in the same category as hard-nosed. That Ravens team, they're idiots. They're idiots. They play like morons. They're really talented. But they they did everything they could to kick that game away yesterday. Dumbass penalties. Terrible play calls at, at certain times. Luckily, they got a guy who can make dumb plays himself, Lamar Jackson, and then bail him out the next play. But yep. but they're not. Those two teams have nothing to do with each other. The Titans come out and kick your ass. These guys come out and stumble around and say, okay, Lamar, save us. Yeah. You know? But how do you have, if you're the Vikings, how do you have those first two drives look that good? And then, you, and then you, but usually it's only one. Usually it's only one. Yeah, maybe they scored so fast the first time they still had a little bit of the script. Well, left they probably the did. I think it was five plays. I think yeah. the first one was five plays, and the second was eleven plays. But how do you look that bad after that? And basically forget about Jefferson and Thielen and start throwing the ball to Con- CJ Ham had one of the big catches of the day late in that game. Yes. CJ Ham, how does that happen? I don't know. But the uh, uh, the worst was uh, when they got down in there close and what ended up kicking a field goal and at the end of the half. Was yeah, where sixteen. They, lost. they were at the, the end 16. of the half where they lost the game. Yeah, I mean, first of all, how can you give the ball back to them with you a know? lot of time? Yeah, you know, get down there, run a play, and then let the clock go. And if they would, are they going to call timeout? I don't know if they're going to call timeout. They're probably. You know, not in any hurry to call that. That was that's where the the whole thing turned. Yep, because they're up twenty. They, they could have been up twenty one to three mm-hmm. if they'd done that right with the clock. Here's a touchdown. Okay, a Lamar. Lamar is not going to last. You can't get him hit as often as these guys are getting him hit. That offensive line isn't that good, although they did run block well. But uh, he is not a terribly accurate passer either. Wasn't he, yesterday? Yeah, he just. But he just—it's it, like okay, we we screwed up. It's two plays in a row. It's third and twelve, and then he just runs around. Yeah, exactly. you know, either throws, you know, somebody's open because the Vikings did a really good job with him early. They were they were like the whole intention of the defense was focused on on keeping they him set in the, the box. edge, Pat. They, they set were, the they edge. They were setting the edge, the middle, everything. Just I mean, the whole defense was uh, set up to. Keep him in the mm-hmm. in the in the you know confined spaces, and then the then he ends up with 120 yards rushing anyway. So, but it's uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I haven't uh, watched your show on the YouTube channel last night where the the fans yesterday, from what I could tell on Twitter and a couple other places, Fire Zim hit his hit its biggest crescendo so far. Yeah, I think the last two weeks have been pretty consistent. Yeah, I think okay. the last two two weeks we're done there, and we're mad at Zim because of what? Because they they offense bogs down and they run too much or what? Yes, 
Because but, they start, they start Zim's, games. It's not Zim's idea for Cousins to throw the ball five well, yards under the sticks. But it was it was Zim's idea to hire Gary's kid, who clearly yes. has no clue. I mean, Kirk needs help. Like yes. Kirk needs somebody yes, who's good does. there. Yeah. And Clint clearly has. In in, in fact. Schlereth on the telecast yesterday at one point said that Clint had told him that he's becoming more comfortable in getting plays in quicker. Okay, that's good. Um, <laughs> this is not like a summer experiment, dude. No, this is the NFL. Yeah. If you're not comfortable uh, immediately putting plays in, something's yeah, wrong. Yeah, somebody else should be the uh, exactly. coordinator. So I think that's why we're mad. But the other thing is, Kirk is still Kirk. Yep. If you pressure him, yep. he's in trouble. I mean that's obviously true for all quarterbacks, but him, him but, especially. But he's, you know, he's when he's was getting time early. When he's gotten time, he's been great. But if he's pressured, throw it under the sticks, throw it short, throw it, throw it away. Yeah, how about the one he threw away on? What was that one he threw when they were after the interception? Right, it was two uh, after the bar play. It was. Two little oh on third around a dunk and then he just threw it nowhere on third and nine they showed blitz and instead of changing things like call a play there change mm-hmm. your play he ran the exact play and just dumped it like he just basically threw it to no man yeah land. threw it to the turf yeah well uh, yeah now you you give him a good effort I mean they consider they didn't have their players defensively. Uh, you you give them a good effort like that, you wonder you wonder when they're going to go out and really stink it up on the road. You wonder when they're going to somebody's going to jump them and beat them forty two to ten when they've lost That's their what I, emotions. Yes. You know, right when they don't have the and fight. The Chargers to... could do that next week. I yeah. I would think you know generally speaking, you can read the tea leaves with a team, and if they if they come up and if they go out there and play as hard next week as they did this week, I'll be surprised. Mm-hmm. I you know I would I would be surprised. And then you got the Packers here the week <laughs> after that, and I think yes. that's going to be Rogers' first game back. No, he can play next Sunday. Oh, he can. Okay, because yeah. that that could be if Mike if the Packers come here and light them up, that could be it. I can tell you this though. There's, you know, as upset as Packer fans might be with Aaron costing them yesterday's game because their defense was great yesterday, they would have won. After getting a full dose of Jordan Love, they're going to have a parade for him yep. when he comes back. This guy is—he's got a great sicker ball. He's, you know, he's Jordan got, Love does. Yeah, he's got. A I good, didn't see you know, it. So yeah. it was bad, huh? Short passes are terrible. That's and a they, when he was blitzed, he was. There's some ungodly stat: six out of he fell apart. Six out of seventeen or eighteen for forty yards when they when he had. Time he was it was okay, but he he does not have the smooth motion either. He's getting like uh, like right, you know. Once in a while he'll zip one, but most of the time, most of the time he's a general direction thrower. Somewhere, I mean, I don't know what the final numbers were, but Reggie Cobb made an all-time great catch for him. Devontae made an all-time great catch for him. Devontae was. Wide open once when they're still in a game, and he's running to the sideline, throw it to me 15 yards. We're gonna move here, throws it behind him. Some damn boy. I mean, he, you know, I say the worst thing about quarterbacks is throwing it 
where the guy is instead of where he's going. Right. Yes, you can't yeah, do that. At, at that level. Yep. He threw it where he used to be. Where he was at one time. <laughs> yeah, he was previously. Yeah, yeah. that's a It problem. was bad. It was bad. He's he's a okay athlete, but he's not fast. You know, he's he, when he runs, he doesn't. I can't wait to, till they actually have to have an extended period of just a guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it ain't going to be this guy. If, if it turns out to be this guy, I'll be shocked mm-hmm. after yesterday. And you spent a first round what, pick on him too. What the hell is wrong with the Chiefs though? They were I don't know. You know you know what? Pat? Well, here's the bad the other thing. Yeah. The Chiefs defense had been terrible. Yes. Oh yeah. And they 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 couldn't you know, they got a consolation touchdown late in the game. You that know what, it. Pat? I think you're I think what you said is right. The Super Bowl thing and all the stuff with Reed's kid the week before that, mm-hmm. I think really threw him off. Yeah, because it doesn't it doesn't seem like they're playing engaged now. No, and it's translated to the quarterback too. That's part yeah. of the problem. But something seems off now. Yes, where for two years it wasn't. It never no, was. No, I mean there was. You couldn't be far enough ahead of them, right? Until the Super Bowl, and it's like the Texans they, game, the playoff game. Yeah, yeah, but the uh, they kicked the hell out of them. I tell you who impressed me yesterday though. Mike Vrabel's Tennessee Titans. Yeah. You lose Derrick Henry. You break out Adrian and two other guys I've never heard of. And you play the same. You, you're not nearly as effective, but you play the same style and just beat the hell out of the quarterback. They turned Stafford into, I said, Stafford must feel like he's still a lion here the I way he's playing, team. you know, because he made two terrible plays to make it. They give him two touchdowns right off the bat, but uh, man, that that guy's—he might be the next best coach in the league to his mentor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, because they—you you look at him and you say, "Huh?" But they're—they're uh, hard nosed, they're mean and nasty, and they—they uh, they ate him up, man. They ate up the Rams. Yeah, I, I was shocked by that score. Yeah. How about everything that went on yesterday? And the Cardinals score shocked me too. With who? Uh, their backup quarterback played. Uh, Colt McCoy. Yeah, Colt McCoy. The always available Colt McCoy. Yeah, but I mean, they scored what against uh, San Fran, which must just not be good. I can see a hologram of Sid rising <laughs> into the uh, rising onto the scene saying, crazy, crazy league. <laughs> How do you figure, Mike? Crazy the league. Car- the Cardinals, the Cardinals <laughs> with their backup quarterback yeah, beat San Francisco. The Jaguars beat the, Buffalo. Yeah, yeah it was a nuts. Denver. Denver whacks Dallas Teddy with Dak back. Teddy's throwing the ball down the field. Bring back Cooper Rush. Yeah, right. Where's Cooper Rush? <laughs> Dallas didn't score until end of the third period or something. Yeah, it was it was a crazy. The Vikings, the, the Vikings by what what happened should have won. Yes. Like it, yeah, it was right. that type of weird day where you win. And they had every chance to. Oh, didn't you think it was ninety percent when Barr intercepted the pass because they just had a drive? Yeah, they seemed they to have to something score. going. Yes, I I thought all you got to do is get to thirty. He ain't going to miss another one. He'll yep. make it. He'll make a forty-seven. Yes, when Barr picked that game. pass off, I thought this game's probably, this yeah. game should be done. And boy, that would have been a steal too. Thirteen. What were the first downs? Thirty-six to thirteen. Well, they had five hundred yards. The plays right were uh, the plays were. Damn near 90 to 56 or something like that. First downs, 36 to 13, yes. 17 by rushing. How many uh, How many, uh, for, uh, How many? many plays? It's like... Oh, it's nuts. 89 for Baltimore, 89 to 52, 52 for Minnesota. Yeah. 
And at halftime, we had to be ahead of them, didn't we? 17-10. Yeah. No, not scores, but oh, plays. Oh, or almost I, plays. They must have had. Somebody told me they had 10. Hold on. I got it right had, here. First had, half summary. Um, to, to total offensive plays at halftime, 34 for Baltimore, 29 for the Vikings. Okay. All right. So it was, it was close. So they they had 23 plays the second half and, and overtime. And yeah. overtime. Yes. Yeah. Because they were, at one point, they had 13 plays. Middle of the fourth quarter, they'd had 13 plays in the second half. Yeah, it so. was ridiculous. Yeah, well, wasn't the worst loss of the weekend, though. No, it wasn't. Because they were playing a real team. So you were at TCF Banks. No, whatever. Hunt, what, uh, Huntington, hunt, Huntington hunt. Banks. The, the hunt. hunt. You were at the hunt. I was. And yeah, here's was. what alarms me. That it turned out to be true. But reading everything that was written about it, when they got down 14-0 early, the the, the, the the essays are, you knew they were going to lose. Well, why? It's college football. Right. Everybody scores 35 to win. Right. How did we know they were going to lose? How did they know? I didn't think they were. How no. did they know they were going to be that inept mm-hmm. to make fort? Because from what I could see, Illinois didn't try to do anything after it got to be 14-0. They, they would, sat on the lead. They would, yeah, for three quarters. Correct. They would, uh, you know, they'd get a first down, they'd get two first downs, and they'd punt them back down to the other end. But, the, well, the Vikings were in the territory, what, five, six times and didn't Gophers. get anything out of it? The Gophers, yeah. Yes. Oh, it was awful. It was awful. Explain. Here's Here's a good one. Last, okay, we were saying, well, Illinois beat Penn State two weeks ago. Okay. Last week, Illinois lost at home to Rutgers. Mm-hmm. 21 to 14 or something. Saturday, Illinois beats the Gophers and Rutgers lost to Wisconsin 52 to 3. I know you can't compare stores. Scores, but that's the team you lost to Saturday. A yeah. team that lost to Rutgers, which got beat by Wisconsin 52-3. to And you were helpless. These are two of the worst losses in a single season in Gophers Annals. And I, I mean, when you're supposed to be a respectable team. Not, I mean, right. we can't go back to 83 when, um, you know, they gave up 600 points that year, whatever it was. But as far as a year... When you're going to go to some kind of a bowl game, mm-hmm. they they just two totally unexplainable performances. Yeah, against and, Illinois and, and against Bowling Green. The incredible thing is, again, among teams that are supposed to be respectable, I don't think in my in my time following sports, Pat, I have ever seen two worse play calling games. Yeah. Then, then this Mike Sanford Jr. I have no idea how he has a job, and, and but he's Clint doing what the guy, He's doing what Fleck wants him to do. Run, you know. He's doing well. That. Then, then PJ should be be the recruiting coordinator and not the head coach. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I you I, saw it. Yeah. Well, well, at halftime, why wouldn't he say open it up? Yeah. Fleck could tell him to open it up. Or, right? well, yes. Or, or why? If Tanner Morgan has truly become this bad, okay, yeah, you got to make the move. Are you telling me that that Zach Anikstead, who 
I believe three years back, beat out Tanner Morgan yes. to start. So he's this is not a, some unknown. He's been in the program as long as Tanner yes. Morgan. And no, he won the job one until year he got, le- one year, one year less because Tanner Morgan was a Anikstead was a freshman, right? He was going to start instead right, of Morgan. But Zach, but Zach won the job flat out yes. over Morgan, and, and now you won't even consider no. putting him in. Why? Plus, you got what's the other kid's name? Clark, and then they got another one that supposedly Kramer's the kid that runs the ball. But yeah, I, Kramer's and he can Eden, sort of Eden throw Prairie. It He's the yeah. Eden Prairie kid, but he wasn't a big recruiter. Yeah, I think he might have walked. But I don't. I don't reason. understand why you allow this to. You know, the Bowling Green game was cause for for change. Yes. Yeah. But then, basically, they managed to win three games in a row doing the same thing, running the ball. Right. right. No. But eventually that's going to catch up to you. Well, it sure did. Yeah, and it did. I mean, Bielema, he looks like a fat Uncle Fester. What but, happened? Uh, he's bigger now oh God, he's than he used to be. Oh, he's more enormous. He's enormous. I saw him waddling across the field. I said, oh, my God. Yeah. he's Yeah, I, I, I noticed that, too, as a... As a fellow fatty, I noticed that. Yeah, but Pat, you got nothing on him. No, he's huge. But I think he's a, you know, a good defensive coach. And, you know, he's didn't make it at Arkansas because he's run the ball and, you know, he's a run the ball and play defense guy. But uh, I don't know. I, uh, I, I, it's a, that's an unexplainable loss. It is funny. I was saying this to you before we started here today, though, that the, the Viking fans, when faced with disappointing defeat, want to, uh, you know, just absolutely go nuts, you know, and and we call, love them for it. Call your YouTube show. <laughs> we love them, and they go crazy, and they they almost relish the opportunity to rip the Vikings, right? The, they relish yeah, the certain, opportunity. Yeah, segment does. For go sure. for fans when this guy at least. Uh, you know, wets the bed like they did Saturday. They're, they get quiet, man. Some of them, you know, call and say fire Sanford and do stuff, but they get quiet. They get, yep. they don't want to, they don't want to face, you know, they, they don't want to have to say anything bad about Philip John. So no, no, hell no. No, they, uh, they don't, they want to say, they, they want to believe the myth they've created. Yes. So, uh, yes. Anyway. And I, I think that's a part because the golfers don't have that hardcore fan who is all into let's win some bleeping games. Mm-hmm. I think they've got their, their well, loyal fans. Have, yeah. The Vikings have a mix of fans. You know, the standard is, uh, now they, they didn't, they turned on Mason at the end for some reason. I think, I think Mace kind of was a, had that superior attitude, right? He didn't. He didn't really reach out. No, he wasn't a reach out. <laughs> he to the didn't fans. give a damn about him. He, was, he didn't reach out to the fans, so they they were quick to turn on him. But you know, Brewster tried to romance them, and for for a couple of years did. And you know, Kill was a you know country boy. He had he had his whole shtick going there too. Mm-hmm. And then this guy's a you know a a wonderful. Minnesota character because he's completely full of crap, and we love that. You know this. You know, you know. I I still get in my. You know when whenever making a little fun of him, it says, "Yeah, he's taking full responsibility." <laughs> yeah, 
Okay. I take full responsibility. Okay. For what? What did you do wrong, coach? Right. You're taking full responsibility. Could you enumerate what right, those right. What, what those yeah, mistakes exactly. were? What <laughs> What did you screw up there? Where Where did you think your your mess ups were? Right. You know. So, but they want to be so all in on this guy, especially two days after he got his extension. But uh, you know, the border regents could they don't meet till Tuesday. They could turn it down. Say no, they sorry about that. Turn it down. That loss, that loss, Turn it PJ. down, let's wait till the Iowa game. See if you can finally beat Iowa. Which stinks, by the way, offensively. They're awful. The Big Ten West is not good. No, Wisconsin. Flat out not good. Wisconsin has got their act together. It's coming around, they right. They finally got a, they got a great defense, and they finally got a running game again. But right. they're not But they're Wisconsin. not great this year, they're no. They're not Wisconsin. No, this was the, plus this was you the get year. A, you get them here. But the game with Iowa could be... Four to three on two safeties. Yeah. The, I mean, it's the problem brutal. is though, PJ freezes up so badly in games. He <laughs> he cannot coach in games. Like he needs help. He ain't getting it. Zim's he bad. PJ's from, awful. He got it from Joe Rossi. Rossi, I think Rossi's pretty good. Yeah, I think he's done a nice guy. job. They but have, I, but because the, their defense, I know it was Ohio State. Yep. But you looked at their defense originally, and you thought, ooh, they're going to be as bad as they were last year, and they're they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know? Now they. Play it against again. I've said this before. They are the first. He is the first coach to have full benefit of being in the Big Ten West. It's not the same. It's not. You can't go back and say blah blah blah. Big Ten records. For a hundred years, you played Michigan. Now you don't play them every year, right? I mean, what I'm saying is right. The Big Ten West. Even when the legends and leaders started, they were in a much tougher division than they're in now. So that's been a big advantage for being a gopher coach. Yeah. I mean, if you're, absolutely. If you're P.J. Fleck, and I, I mean, the LSU thing was BS. It was never going to go there. But if you got your choice between staying in the Big Ten West or going to the Southeastern Conference West, where are you going to go? Yes. I'm going to stay right here. <laughs> well, and I, he's not a dumb guy. No. This is the perfect spot for him. Mm-hmm. Because you can screw up a game here beyond belief, and about three people care. There's a lot of advantage. You know, people talk about the disadvantages of being in a pro market. But there's a lot of advantages, too. Because yes. the focus is not... I mean, what happened to, to PJ's team... Lasted until the Vikings let the Ravens score at the end of the first half, Saturday, Sunday, and then it was what the hell's wrong with these guys? Right. How can they do that? You know, so that it it does take when bad things happen, it takes the focus off you. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. it was brutal though. What a weekend! Jeez, that was an awful loss. That was just an awful loss because Illinois, you know. This will be the worst team Bielema has down there. Yeah, he'll get this. He, oh, he'll have 30 transfers. You know, Michigan State. <laughs> he already made that clear when he ripped his offensive line. Yeah, yeah. Michigan State has uh, has uh, 40 new players this year uh, between recruits and, yeah, and transfers. It shows. They got 40. Yeah, they got beat Saturday. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it was just uh, – it was a great football weekend in our metropolis, that's for sure.
That Gopher game, though, man, was that tough to watch. Ugh. How was the crowd? Okay. It was okay. It's nice day. Not man. great, and and the game was so boring mm-hmm. that they basically tuned out. Did they start leaving? They left in the third quarter, I think. It, it was just Is awful to watch. Is the student turnout still strong? Uh, the student turnout in the lower bowl yeah. was good. The top th- this time was about halfway full. Pat, uh, for reference, I had five people call me the start of the third quarter saying, we're going to the loon, meet us there. (laughs) There you go. That was very apparent by, but you know what? They were right. They were heading, they were heading, they were getting on the train and heading downtown. They they were, they had enough by the start of the third quarter. (laughs) Good for them. That was a, were you at the tilt? I was not. I was not. No, 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 no. Jacqueline doesn't go near college football. No, Mm. I don't. Not my jam, Pat. Well, the St. Cloud State guy. They, go, dropped well, they dropped our football. I know. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because of people bastards. like you that wouldn't go to games. <laughs> you killed football at St. Cloud State. That is amazing when you consider when you consider some of the schools that are playing football to have St. Cloud State with what, twenty five thousand students yeah. or something? And and Pat, yeah. a, a stadium that is nice stadium, eighteen yeah. years old and gorgeous. How, I yes. mean, and they play and they play college they yeah. play High school football, High school football playoffs games are there. there. How do you abandon your program when you built the stadium that, that's within 20 years old? Yeah. You have an administration. Here we go. A very diverse administration. Well, not diverse, but it's of uh, mm-hmm. of anti, I'm going to say it, anti-football women. Okay. The president's an anti-football woman and... and uh, Wacker and then uh, Heather Weems is, your, is the athletic director. Yeah. There. And they have uh they wow. they're both anti football. Yeah. They thought it made life easier. So yeah, if, you know, made right. made Title Nine easier and everything. Oh, it does, that, it does that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Go they far. tried to get rid of it. What three years ago, right? Yeah. I, well, three four years ago, right? I think the first big push period was about twelve years, right before I got there in twenty ten, I believe. And the boosters and the parents kind of saved that it for was a while. A, that was a guy, though, the president, right? Yes. That was a yes. That was Potter. That was Potter. That was yeah. Potter. Oh, they, God rest the, his soul. The athletic people hated him, man. Yeah. He was, I think he, he was all in on hockey, right? And yeah. That was it. Yeah. That was and, it. And now they do have a boys soccer, <laughs> uh, excuse me, a men's soccer team um, after the switch. So they do oh, have a good. men's oh, soccer that's, team. Oh, that's, uh, that's, is that's any, How many, about, I guess, I know mostly MIC plays men's soccer. And, and, yeah. And I don't know about the Northern Sun. I don't know who does. Yeah, that's a good question. So... But yeah, that is astounding to me that uh, that they that they just did it. They just stopped playing football. It's uh, yeah. After how long too? They they must have had a football program forever. Oh yeah, St. Yeah. State. Oh yeah. Hey, the what happened? Big your- game when I was up there fifty years ago was the Huskies and the Johnnies. They played yeah. each other all the time. What happened to your Tommies? Uh, they ran into uh, a uh, the power of the Pioneer League. The Davidson is rolling over everybody. Uh, I see our only, the Tommy's only hope now is to play him in basketball, I guess. I don't know, but, uh, okay. the Curry brothers, but, uh, yeah, they just, that, that's a high powered team, I guess. They had 500 and some yards yes. against them. They rolled over. I read about the defense for the Tommy's yes, was so did. good. Saturday you morning. You note 500 plus yards against. Yeah. yeah. First. That's... Yeah. It was, uh, uh, but you know, we were projected when the year started, 128th FCS teams 
projected to finish 128th. So it's been a it's been a better year than uh, contract extension for Caruso. <laughs> yes, that's what we need. Let's get a contract extension. You know, I like the guy because I know him pretty well, and and he's, he I, he amuses me uh, with his with his positivity. Mm-hmm. But he is the precursor. The same. He'll give you the same crap after a loss as TPJ does. You know, it's a learning experience and uh, it's a learning experience when you get your ass kicked and stuff like that. He hasn't had a, he hasn't had too many learning experiences in the, uh, in his previous time there, but he's, he's, he's the first guy I ever heard family from. Yeah. You told Forget me that. about me. I love you. So, he, he, so he, had he, that one, he had that. He might've been a little different twist on it, but he, yeah, I heard family from him before I heard it from PJ. There must be a seminar you go to. I'm shocked that that you actually like him after hearing that. I would have thought for you that would be it. Uh, well, I got to know him, and uh, you know his his. Uh, I, I mean, he came in from McAllister and turned him into a powerhouse, and you know it's it, it's a little more charming because he's not selling quite as many people, you know. Yeah, you know. But uh, I I don't know why I just he doesn't bother me like the other guy does. Yeah, I hate the hard sell with a sport that doesn't have to be hard sold. You mm-hmm. know, then you know St. Thomas. Not, yeah, yeah. But I'm sure there was. Uh, I got I got a few. You know, I've written a couple things about him. I wrote about uh, when the year started about you know just getting started. And then I wrote something about how they're doing better. They're surviving better by this switch to D1 and the MIC is with I saw you know, your, yep. still 80 to nothing. It was nothing, but it was, it was not like, Oh, you and St. Thomas, blah, blah, blah. So I was getting tech. What do you think of St. Thomas? Now I was getting tweets and stuff, you know, I don't have strong emotional feelings about St. <laughs> Thomas versus Davidson. I am sorry. I, I don't know much about either of them, but it uh, doesn't look like we're going to win the pioneer league, but, then again, you're not eligible to to get the the PFL berth for five years anyway. Oh, is that what it yeah, is? Yeah. Okay. You know what? Who they really? Uh, well, I'll use the word screwed. You know who they really screwed uh, St. Thomas with this move? Like the cross country team. They're always they're a powerful cross country school. Mm-hmm. Those kids can't compete in NCAA tournaments for five years. Really? NCAA meets. You can go to the Summit League meet and the I think the men finished second at the Summit League meet, and they would have had a couple of national qualifiers. They can't go to national stuff for five I didn't know, years. I yeah. did not know that. So, so, so a, it, across it, the board, it applies like, to everything. Yeah, basketball's out for five years. The, they'll could, be in yeah. their league, but they can't. Yeah. You could be the. But if they were good, they can't you, go to you the could tournament. Be the, you know, the killer men's soccer team of all time, and you can't go to the tournament. Why is that? Why five years? That seems excessive. I have no idea. I think they're trying to keep teams from trying to get into D1 to try to start. They don't need more teams share the pot for yeah. the NCAA for the boys basketball tournament. Uh, so tomorrow night, we get to see the de- debut of Ben Johnson's Gophers. Yes. Against the Kansas City Kangaroos. The University of Missouri, the Roos, but they're the kangaroos. Uh, and oh, yeah. I don't know who to pick in that one. I don't know anything about Kansas City, but 
Ooh. Well, God love them. This is why nobody will. They don't want to talk about it. They don't want to explain it. Why did all these guys leave? Where did? Well, this transfer portal thing is nuts. Gabe Kelsher, okay, he was mad at the fans, so he went to Iowa State, even though he played at De La Salle. But Terrence Williams, Trey Williams, wasn't it? Yeah. He could have had, he could have taken 25 shots a game. Yep. Been your starting point guard. Where's, what's he doing? What did he leave for? There's about, there's about four or five of them. I can't figure out why they left. Because this is where they could, they would have gotten endless playing time. I don't know. Because it, it couldn't be, you don't like Ben Johnson. You haven't even met him. Right. You know? Right. No, it had, no. It's, I don't think it had inc- to do with Ben. I think it no, had to I do with. No, I think they all decided this team's going to be terrible. Yeah. Well, this, you know, half of you are pretty terrible yourself. Right. You should yes. have stayed here to play. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, they all have 10 of them. And in fact, you'll play a ton and yes. can shoot all you want. I mean, Mashburn left for, you know, Maybe Mashburn had some arrangement with the Patino operation that that's bound, going to carry over bound them together. It's going to carry. That's I you know. What, what do I know? But uh, <laughs> but he went to New Mexico. But yeah. and that you know he's got a talent. He can fit. He can do that. And Liam Robbins, I don't blame him. He can go someplace and make a run in the tournament. Maybe. But these other guys. Yeah, there were a lot of just guys. Yeah, you're just, you're, you're nobodies. This whole thing, though, oh, of God. guys leaving and and the transfer portal. And now you got guys bailing out in season, Pat. Yes, yeah. In right. football, you've yeah, got football, guys who are like, yeah. I didn't play enough on Saturday. Cam Wiley, the running back. Yeah, he left. Cam Wiley ran, a, and then they got another running back hurt. He could have played. Well, like, where are you going to go right now? You can't go play somewhere. You can't no, be traded. You're, you're pouting. And the Dunbar guy, the right, the That's right what we need. guard. That's Curtis, what we need. Trades. We need college Curtis trades. Dunbar. Screw it. Let's just. You've been traded to um, yes. Michigan State. Yeah, but and we get a scholarship back. But if you don't want to go there, you know they're going to take your scholarship. In other words, your contract, right? Yep, exactly. But if you don't want to go there, we can declare you a free agent. Like, yep. uh, we'll release you, Odell. Where'd Odell go? Did he go nowhere anywhere? yet? He got released yesterday, today? Yeah, yeah, well he he I think he had to go on waivers and so and I think nobody might claim him. Nobody's going to because they're not going to pick up the contract. No. And so then I, he's but free I, but to I go think elsewhere. They put him on waivers Friday. I thought he was going to be I, a free agent today. Yeah, Maybe that, that's not. possible. That's very possible. Odell, what a beaut. And now Browns fans, as Dex can tell you, Browns fans have turned on OBJ after declaring him the greatest thing since sliced bread, Declan. that's great. Our guy Danny Cunningham. former friend of the show, Danny Cunningham, is now completely anti-OBJ. His old old man bought a jersey. And by the way, Baker Mayfield goes out and lights it up yesterday, throwing long passes to hyphenated name guys. Donovan Peoples Jones. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, I saw that. But, you know, Odell and his, Odell's mama and I are tight, you know. I, know I, don't, are. I don't know. I think she should have grabbed me by the ear every once in a while and said, no, you're not getting your way. It's <laughs> you unbelievable. Know? You cannot go up to the store. I don't have any money what? to give you to go up but to the store. But what did the Browns expect? That, that's know. my question. After we, all the stuff with the Giants, what did they expect? You and I... On the highly rated, what the name of the show again? Unchained. 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 Yes. Yeah, right. 
That highly the day after the Browns game when they didn't throw him the ball at all. Yeah, we, you and I said this is coming. Yep. He ain't putting up with this. Yep. And first of all, going to Cleveland, he wanted to be in New York. You know, he's going to Cleveland all of a sudden, and then they aren't throwing him the ball. You yeah. got no chance. But they'll be lined up to sign him. Did you hear the Rams thing last night, by the way? They uh, haven't had a first-round draft choice in six years. Is it six years? I think they said And they six. don't have one. Well, they, they don't have one. Like they might for not the next, have one for six years. For three or four. Yeah, maybe. It might I be six by the time it's done. Maybe by the time it's done. But something about. Oh, they've traded them left and right. Yeah. And they're. Where are they getting the. Every time some guy gets released, they end up with them. Or they trade for him. Oh, Vaughn, that's right. They gave up more number ones that, for Vaughn. Them and the uh, Vegas Golden Knights, Pat, are they? They don't believe in first round draft picks. Either they'll Crazy. trade them, or they'll just, or, or they'll they'll bail on it. They don't want anything hey, to do with it. By the way, yes, sir. I had my I watched my first Jack Eichel interview. Oh, oh he's, he's a, a he's a dead ass. He's a moron. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> he's a, where's he from? He's a U.S. guy. Right? Yes, he is. Where's he from? Uh, I think I feel, he's from out east. I think. I think he's an east kid. Massachusetts. He is from, I'm Mass is a good, yes. He comes yes. across like a guy who grew up in a shack in yes. Red Deer, North Chelmsford, Massachusetts. Uh, he know. is a rockhead of the first yeah, magnitude. Yes, he is. <laughs> no, you're right. Uh, uh, you're you're right, Pat. Jared Goff was the last first round pick by the Rams, and they do not have one through 2023. <laughs> That's uh, they just keep bringing in wherever they can get a hands yeah. on. By the way, who was watching that? Uh, first of all, NFL refs, I hate them. Yep, I hate them. Yep, that roughing the passer thing on or grabbing the collar oh, thing, the horse collar call one, is awful. Why can't if we're going to have all these replays? Why can't they call down and when you're calling somebody? For a 15-yard roughing penalty, yep. it should have to be confirmed. Sure. And That's what Phil said. I, yeah, I agree. It has that. to be confirmed. Yeah, it's not hard. And how about the push out of bounds by Aaron Donald? Did you see that? No. This is, they the they, they really, it's 21 to 9, yep. so they're not going to win the game, or 24 to 9. But there's still, they got a, the, uh, the Titans got the ball with, Three minutes to go. Mm-hmm. And they're going to now reach third down because Donald chases uh, Stafford out of bounds. And as Stafford's not out of bounds yet, he gives him the gentlest two-handed push ever. I don't think Stafford even hit the turf. And they uh, – no, Stafford, not Stafford. Uh, Tannehill? Uh, uh, yeah, Tannehill. Right, Tannehill. I mean – it was. It's un. You should see it. It's unbelievable. It's not even and they worth him. consideration. And they flagged him. Mm-hmm. And this guy, it's some white guy named Rogers. It's got the fashionable little beard. And he, I think he calls it. Who calls that? Yeah, I, I don't uh, know. If, if it's in the backfield. It's, yeah, I think that's the referee then. Yeah, unbelievably horse bleep. So now this pretty much guarantees they're going to lose. And I'll congratulate the the uh, Rams on the next play. Some guy came in on a blitz and hit him right in the face with his helmet and said, all right, you want to see roughing the passer? That's a penalty. We just you want a penalty? You, I'll give you a penalty. Right. We just showed you You can you find me for it, too. But Terry McCauley says, Terry, what do you think? They said, and 
That was not a roughing the penalty. That was not a roughing. He was he was he was pretty blunt. He said that uh, that 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 cannot be called roughing. So so McCall McCauley was on satellite radio at the start of the year and was asked about the fact that it was glorious last year that there were so few flags mm-hmm. and McCauley flat out said they are going to make up for it this, this year and he's exactly right. Yeah. He he said because things were so out of kilter with the pandemic and stuff that they really didn't have time to enforce things like they like to. And he said, this year you are going to see way more flags. And he is 100% right. Yeah. And it's awful. Yeah, it is. If you, uh, if you, and it's like they're vindictive too. Yes. That's they're exactly vindictive what it is. if, let's see, what was it? A, was it a false, it was a false starter offside. And the guy, I can't remember which team it was. I was watching this last night's game, and and they called the guy, and he's, oh, no. It was, uh, they thought that the offensive lineman had twitched, which he did, but they didn't catch it. Yep. So they call offside. So that guy screams at him, bloody Murphy, uh, murder. Mm-hmm. Next play, they call him offside again. You know, because yep. he's lined up They're vindictive. Yeah, they are. I mean, they're... They, I, I think they're the worst. You know, NBA people get mad at NBA referees, but I think they make their calls and run down to the other end of the court. You know, if you be, you know, if you're cat and bitching about every play, they they're might, gonna get you. Yeah. They'll get you eventually. But it's not. I don't think it's like the NFL. I think they're, they're. They think they're the show, and they're. I said this all along, for twenty years. It should the. The standard should be, all right, I know that's a penalty. It shouldn't be, ah, I wonder if that is a penalty. It's yes. gotta, you should always err on the side of not throwing a flag instead of the opposite. Mm-hmm. And they do the opposite. And you can no longer watch a game and see big plays and be confident the play counts. Oh, yeah, that's right. So like a guy breaks up a pass, you have to hold your breath to see if the interpretation is that he grabbed the, the guy's belt a second before that, you know? There is no standard for holding. No, the hell, offensive hell line. no. No standard for holding because nope. it is almost like these guys wait to see if the play pops or not. Mm-hmm. And if it, oh, pops, and get the if it pops, then they'll say, well, I think he might have grabbed him there. Yep. Yeah, he might have grabbed him there, so I'll throw it. Yep. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's uh it's worse than the college game, although the college game has this targeting craziness now that's ridiculous. Yes. You know, every they the guy up they they can't wait to they can't wait to look at something to see if it's targeting or not. Yep. And then eighty percent of the time they call it they say it is. So football's uh you know football's Obviously, does not have the no fun problem that baseball has now, and and but uh, but it's not nearly as fun as it used to be because mm-hmm. you you know you never know as you say you never know if a play's well, a play or not. We are now conditioned to wait. Oh yeah, so like you'll see a Yay! fifty-two yard touchdown. Yeah, but you wait now to see because you're convinced. Okay, somebody grabbed somebody. Somebody did something. Um, yeah, it's not fun. No, but. Uh, so, what was our expectation for this Viking team? 
that they were supposed to be good. We thought they were going to be good. That they were, yes. Yeah, and I can tell you the internal expectation was, was that the revamped defense would make th- this team good because the offense last year, I think, was fourth, was fourth, in league, fourth yeah. and 11th in scoring. Yeah, and so, Cook, yes. and Cook was healthy, right? Yep. Yep, the expectation so. was this was going to be a good competitive team that that could compete with the Packers for the division title. They didn't pop him yesterday, but I'll say one thing. For a swift running back, for a guy who can really haul, he's a hard-nosed kid. Who's that, Cook? Cook. Oh, yeah. yeah. He runs tough. Oh, I yeah. Mean, when he's trying to yes. he's trying to get the end zone, he runs He'll tough. He'll keep man. going. He's... Um, He's 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 gonna he's probably gonna be another guy who he gets he's got one extra contract but he's probably he's got paid once right yes he got Additionally, paid and yeah. I would not pay him again he yeah, probably won't you know how about poor Derrick Henry you wore his you drove him right in the ground whatever you owe him now that's the end for him but that's that is. position right yeah like that position is the most thankless brutal yeah you saw who scored a touchdown last night. Peterson, Adrian, Did the he? last one, making it twenty-eight to nine down on the goal line. He ain't gonna. He's going after that record. <laughs> if he's got to play till he's fifty-four, he's gonna get. He's gonna go after that damn Russian record. I was a little surprised. They used him a few times, but he was like their third option most of the night. Well, he just got there. Yeah, I know, but it was like, okay, we're gonna win this game, so we'll let him get a touchdown. You know, they they all of a sudden they put him back in the field because I gotta think. With him not being hit in two years that they thought that... Oh, he played last year. He played for the Lions last year. God bless him. (laughs) Uh, But uh, without him being uh, hit in uh, a long time, I'd be a little worried about fumbles because he'd been known to do that even when he wasn't. But they used him a few times, and he... uh, The the analyst was uh, Aikman, right? Who's, who's last? Collinsworth. Collinsworth. Collinsworth was making the point that he's running more straight up, that he hasn't gotten the old. Oh, that he's not down. Yeah, he's not. Hunched not, a little bit. Yeah, not down running. He says, I think he's going to look at tape and say, okay, got to get back down. There. I can't believe he came back again. 37 now, I, I know. Think. At that position. Yeah. <laughs> well, he needs the money. Yeah, so so did, did you see the report? Uh, Sunday that he pa- he actually got offered a, a pretty good deal to do Dancing with the Stars. And he turned it down because he thought Baltimore, after all those guys got hurt, might sign him. Would be one injury away from... And I think it was from... 350000 so it's not as much as no, you're going to... No, but, but it'll pay the bill, pay but the I mean, mortgage. He needs, you're right, he needs the money. Pay the mortgage for a couple of... I've yeah. never seen... I don't think I've ever covered a guy with as many hangers on as, as he had. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. It was... You know, starting with dad. Yeah. Yeah. Dad got out of jail. Dad got out of jail, but he had a house full of people who were, who were uh, trying to get at his cash. So, uh, I guess that's it. We got a, you told me we got a new bench coach, Jace Tingler. Jace Tingler. Jace with a Y. Jace Tingler who got fired with the Padres. And, uh. You know, the Padres make one of the weird, not, I mean, a good hire, but a, one that came out of nowhere, Bob Melvin. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, how about that? It's like Beans Beans probably saying, <laughs> Billy Beans saying, eh, we keep you, we got to pay you. Can the A's please move? Yes. Like, just, just move. I'm done with this whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, plus. The Rays and A's should just do. They, they, they want to build some 
hundreds of millions dollar stadium down in Jack London Square what? downtown. Who wants to go downtown? What? The suburbs are an advantage yes. for the people who don't want to go over the bridge. But why doesn't baseball work the same deal that they did with the Orioles when the Nationals came and give the Giants, I don't know what, a huge check whatever and let the bleeping A's go go to the San Jose area which has a ton but, of money. But they don't want no, they don't want them though. They don't want to pay for the stadium. That's the problem. Okay. Yeah. Because that area makes the most sense. Yeah, it does. Silicon Valley. It makes more sense in Vegas. Makes more sense yeah, in I Vegas. And Vegas baseball. Basketball, yes. Football, yes. yes. Hockey, yes. I don't think baseball in Vegas is going to work that great. No. By the way, aren't our boys out there next week or so? Who's that? When are we in Vegas? The Wild. Um, Dex, do, do you know what? Thursday. They go there? Thursday, okay. Thursday. Sharks on Wednesday, Dex? Is that right? Yeah, I think San Jose on, out there. Yeah, well, they're they got three West Coast, three straight nine o'clock games. Oh, that's and too bad. They're, if they're there well, Wednesday, they should uh, Arizona, you. Arizona, Vegas back Arizona, to back Wednesday, Ari- Thursday, Seattle on Saturday, at Seattle again on Saturday. All right, yeah, that's okay. Right. If you're going to Vegas, you should always have a day off before the the game, right? The GM doesn't so think the, so, but sure, so the fans can fly out. Sure. Well, that's meant for the players. You know, spend. Although, I bet, I bet Pat that like, if it's a Thursday, especially at oh, nine sure, o'clock, you know, that's right. Everybody stays for the I, weekend. I bet. I actually bet it. They are going to get a good crowd. Now the there. players agree, though. The Stay, players want that day yeah, off, so the they weekend, can go get yeah. tanked and go gamble. You know what snuck up on me, and I didn't pay enough attention that the Bears were out there a couple weeks ago. Yeah, you didn't know that Chicago. Ooh. Those poor hookers, I bet they had to take a week <laughs> off after the show. Yeah, but they were flush with money after that. What yeah, do you mean? See, that's what I mean. Yeah. They, they probably said, I'm going I, to You Monte, know what I still want? I want I'm want. i going to Monte Carlo on vacation. When do the Brown. Packers go there? When do the Packers go play oh, there? Because that yeah. one will be the greatest gong show of all time. Mm-hmm. Drunk Wisconsinites, drunk fat people from Wisconsin walking around the casinos. One of the great American tragedies is Buffalo was out there last year and they're couldn't get to the stadium. Oh, God. Couldn't, Buffalo. Was a, That's another good uh, one. My, we were having a debate. Somebody was telling me that they were, the Eagles fans showed up someplace. The worst fans ever. The craziest fans ever. And I said, I'm going with Buffalo. And they said, no, not not even in the same class. I, I, I think the Buffalo fans are drunker than the Eagles fans. Oh. The, the Philly fans are nastier. Yeah, they probably are. But the Bills and Packers fans are intoxicated to impressive levels. That's true. One last thing. And the thing. Bills fans are nastier than the Packers fans. Yeah. Now yeah. that I'm a Vrabel uh, fan, uh, watching that <laughs> last Titans night. fan. You've adopted the Titans. Vrabel. Uh, I think there's only, I, I was trying to count them up. I think there's only six guys that played in the league coaching like two, three years ago. It was 11. Oh, really? I think there's only six. Kingsbury, uh, Peyton, who was a backup quarterback. Gonna, Kingsbury played? Yeah. King, Kingsbury was a backup. Dude. Okay, I was going to say, I don't remember. Peyton, Brable, okay. uh, Frank Reich, obviously. Yep, Frank Reich was a uh, good backup. Dan Campbell. Oh, yeah, D.C. Could mm-hmm. be a short-termer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, one one other one. I think there's not many of it. It's, it's kind of funny. that not it, you, you don't have to play anymore to be a coach. That's sports now, though. Yeah, it is, sir. Baseball. We're finding people that are analytically inclined. Rocco, even though he fits the profile of a young 
Yeah, full he was a good player. Uh, was a was probably player wise. Cora, there's a few players in baseball too, I guess. But uh, anywho, all right, bad weekend. And uh, let me tell you this, Gopher fans. After your utter humiliation Saturday, I watched quite a bit of Iowa. It's not a given that they're going to lose there. Iowa, no offense whatsoever. We talked about that. Yeah. You know, they, they barely got by Northwestern. North and they played their backup quarterback because of their starter, I think. It was so rotten. Well, something was wrong with them, too. Petrus. But yeah, Petrus. Yeah, well, he's threw three interceptions in four minutes in the first game they lost. Yeah. At the end uh, yeah, the Big game. Ten West, not good. Nope. Nope. That's, uh, that's good. All right. All right. See ya. If you have questions about your retirement savings, do what I did and work with a person that knows what the heck is going on. Uh, work with Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk. My guy, Josh, will give you straight talk and not sugar-coated advice. Learn how you can benefit from Josh's focused approach by setting up your own no-cost, no-obligation, 48-minute consultation to review your investments. Call Josh now, 952-925-5608. Your dog is more than just your bestie with the cutest face ever. Get to know them on a genetic level with Embark Vet. Developed by veterinarians and PhDs, Embark screens for more than 215 genetic health risks across more than 350 breeds. It's top-notch science for your top-notch pup. Go to EmbarkVet.com and use promo code DNA, that's DNA, to get $60 off an Embark Breed and Health Kit or Purebred Kit with free shipping. That's promo code DNA to save today.